Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This. April 20th, 420, also known as Weed Day, Marijuana Day. We're going to get into that coming up. I'm Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle here. Eric Johnson en route. Scotty Gherkin on the boards. Lizzie Sparks running the social media for us and all the chats. I'm glad you're jumping in today on this Thursday. Coming up, we are going to have an interview with Tom Bomarito from Greenlight Marijuana inside a store. Oh, that's right. We'll be talking with some bud tenders. We'll be teaching you. We'll all be learning on this 420 day as we talk about that. I want to get to the bottom of the real reason why it's called 420. I've seen about four, five, six different reasons. Maybe Scotty knows. All I know is it's my <laughs> wife's birthday. So oh, happy birthday to Marla. The original hippie herself. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That is so appropriate. <laughs> it really is. Is it all right if I say whose birthday she shares it with if it's not such a great person in the history of our world? Oh, she knows, yeah. Oh, she does. Yeah, it's Hitler's birthday. Yeah, it's right? Adolf yeah. Hitler's birthday as well. Oh. Yeah. Or it would have been. Yep. Um, She's so sweet. He's right where he needs to be. Anyway. <laughs> uh, exactly. Anyway, it is a day that we are packed again. All right. Coming up in about 15 minutes. This is going to blow your freaking mind. What is happening with the mortgage industry? That's right. The redistribution of wealth, a.k.a. Marxism and socialism and communism all wrapped into one. We've been talking about a lot of stories, but guess what starts May 1st? That's right. Good credit mortgage um, lender or not lenders, but borrowers. You're going to be paying for people who don't have good credit. Just wait. This is a fact, and it's absolutely going to blow your mind if you haven't seen about it yet. We'll be talking uh, with the expert, Steve Strict. He'll be joining us quickly for that. Coming up at 8.30, our marketing director, we've got Alex McCarthy, coming on to explain what the hell NFTs are, why you should care, how it affects pricing, even gas, which blew my mind, Tabitha, the price of gas. That's all coming up. Then we at 9 o'clock, we have the interview inside Greenlight, one of their marijuana stores to focus on 420. And also today, um, we've talked about it. Why the hell are military-aged men, Chinese military-aged men, lining up at the border, coming into the country? And all this, all this, while we're being told by our administration, including as recent as yesterday, that the border is safe that the border is safe. I think we realize now you can't trust world media. You can't trust the national headlines. You can't trust the administration, the worst one in the history of the country so far. Prove to us that we're wrong and we'll change that because we have too much evidence. It's all coming up. But first, we're going to get into a look at our partners, our advertising partners, and more coming on the way. And we'll be doing some cool things with them. But if you need any of their products, check them out. Let them know if you call that you heard about them on cancelthishow.com. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. 
White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services. Check them out at cancelthisshow.com. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Parks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during a solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House. Because you like nice things. Hey guys, welcome back in to the show. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle here. Eric Johnson en route today. We've got Lizzie Sparks running the chat line for us as always. Plus Scotty Gurkin running the boards to make sure we look and sound as good as we can. By the way, um, we are live 8 to 10, Monday through Friday, Central Time. Um, but you can also catch us anytime at CancelThisShow.com. All of our original content there. And we're grateful for the ever-growing show that we continue to put together on a daily basis. If you guys have ideas on anything, news headlines, politics, society, or cancel culture, and cancel culture interviews, just let us know. We'll jump into it as much as we can. We're starting to book up the shows weeks in advance, and that's exactly what we want to do. And you can always go check out our partners on our page as well if you just saw the commercials. Special thanks to our show sponsor, Complete Auto Body and repair complete auto body and repair six locations throughout the st louis area climate controlled conditions for all the techs to work they're looking for technicians won't get paid any better work in a better environment give the people a call our friend curtis barks over at complete auto body and repair and it is the season for renewal by energy for renewal by anderson when it comes to the energy saving windows don't get lost in the shuffle give them a call you'll be shocked at how much you can save renewal by anderson are good friends over there nobody comes close to what they do you can go to our website cancelthishow.com click on the partners page and you can click for a free quote you can also give them a call you don't even have to uh put a lot of time into it uh, we showed pictures of the owner of Strategic Air Services, where we broadcast live out of what they did with their house. Several people that we know using Renewal by Anderson. And by the way, if you use our sponsors and advertisers, of course, it helps us as well. All right. It is 420. We're talking marijuana coming up at 9 o'clock. But, Scotty, you seriously have zero idea why they call this day 420. I got to be honest, I don't. I don't. I, I had <laughs> to go. I always just knew it was a, a weed reference. I, I used to have a 420 light in my room when I was a kid. 
Oh, and you didn't even know. I, well, I guess was? I wasn't a kid. I was, you know, 18, whatever. It was a little little 420 bubble light thing. It was well, cool. I'm not sure that Steve Strick will know either. We're going to talk with Steve, <laughs> our mortgage expert, in about five minutes. Wake and bake, Steve. <laughs> it's 420. Uh, from the comment line, of course, Peter George says, 420, smoke them if you got them. Or you can celebrate it in different ways as well now, as we got going on. Um, you got gummies now. You don't have to smoke a gummy. Of course, we know that. Uh, Steve Strick, by the way, um, he's the vice president of New American Funding. He'll be coming up with us. Alexander McCarthy says the popo. Okay, whatever. It is interesting because I started to look up what 420 is or how it started. And then I got into kids used to smoke at 420 every day in California and they started to call the 420 got associated with marijuana I've heard oh, that police that makes sense. heard that that's a police code 420 for marijuana as well I, I don't know everybody's got their I just learned about 420 last year when one of our loyal listeners Cindy came into our old radio station and bought me a green 420 tie that she wanted me to wear on the news when I was in local news. I was like, Aw. I'm not sure that's going to work. <laughs> Don't you wish now you would have done it? Did oh, it have pot yeah. leaves oh. on it? <laughs> no, it, it didn't, but that would have been great. It would be apropos oh for God. now, that's that'd, for sure. That would have been perfect. <laughs> so uh, if anybody can let us know, let us know today what's going on um, from that standpoint as well. Also very interesting, as we were promoting a story later in the show, oh, yeah, interesting how video gets scrubbed all over the place. Yes. We had... Fascinating video. Tabitha's looking for it. Where I found another one and sent it to Scotty already. And it is the video? It's it's not the same <laughs> video, but this one's actually maybe a better video because it talks about how, it's actually a, a, a video that talks about how the over our southern border, the crossing of Chinese fight, men of fighting age from China has increased by 900%. 900%. Yeah, well, one of the videos, it's interesting that I had sent Scott, just so everybody understands, um, disappeared. It's video, video gets scrubbed. Who's scrubbing mm. it? Why are they scrubbing it? Because it's controversial? Because it showed hundreds of Chinese military-age men standing at the Mexican border to get into the United States. Think about that. What the hell's going on from that standpoint? Oh, I think we know. Um, we'll jump in that nine o'clock hour. Some also information yesterday coming out, uh, <laughs> Capitol Hill, regarding um, cupcakes. And now the director of the CDC, Rachel Walensky, admitting that when she told America that cupcakes would keep you free of transmitting COVID, that it was not true. And now it's actually out there. So, yep, it's out there. We'll, we'll try to get into that during the 9 o'clock hour as well. Okay, as we wait for Steve, we'll tell you this. Okay, there's a mortgage program that has now begun with Joe Biden. And nobody knew about this. I had no idea that this was even out there. And if you guys mm. haven't had a chance to look at it, Joe Biden has a rule that's supposed to begin May 1st, yeah. which will redistribute high-risk loan costs to homeowners with good credit. Mm -hmm. uh, interest rates for mortgages have roughly doubled over the past year. And now Joe Biden says that if you have worked hard to get good credit, yeah. you're going to pick up extra money on your mortgage per month yeah. to help people who don't have good credit. 
just like everything else the Biden administration has done, it's all leading us into socialism, into communism, where everyone is equal. Just like how they got rid of honors classes in schools. You can no longer have extra credit for things to get ahead because that's not fair to the other people. You can't have good credit anymore, Eric. And I know you have perfect credit. I do. And now you're going to ha- your perfect credit is going to have to pay for someone else who has lesser credits. All I know is I'm stoned right now. I was wondering. <laughs> you came am, in with those I dark glasses. I am lit like a bitch. <laughs> it is 420. Welcome, Waldos. <laughs> Do you know what the Waldos are? That's what I was just I was into. wondering why the shades were playing a part today. Yeah. The Waldos are the group of high school kids that I was referring to. That's right. Back in the 80s or 70s. In California in the 70s, mm-hmm. they would smoke weed at 420 every day outside yep. of the wall. That's I bet right. Eric knows what it means. You kind of look like a white flavor flave today. That's racist. <laughs> You just need a big clock around your neck. You need a clock. You just need a clock. Yeah, no. yeah Joe Biden. Um, he's as high as anybody oh else, man. Oh, my God. I mean. He's as high as anybody he's else. Higher. He's higher. He needs to hey, do some. Hey, real quick. You're a musician. Yeah. You were, you know, you were, you were and are big time. I, I hate being over the hill like this, Scotty. Anyway, go ahead. Yes, I was. What? Let me continue on because you're the man. You're the man. <laughs> I remember the days. Anyway, go ahead. Traveling yeah. worldwide. Mm-hmm. Bassist. Mm-hmm. Did you like Vanilla Ice? No, nobody liked Vanilla Ice. Come on, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Even you, I didn't like I Vanilla swear. Ice. You weren't listening to Skid Row and Vanilla Ice in the same time. I guarantee Scotty liked sure. Vanilla Ice. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Sure, he did. Yes, he did. I, you know what? I, I actually liked early rap stuff, and I started to like, kind of like, yeah. no, this is too, this is too well, processed. I got, like, I just, processed. Yeah, it, just, it was just too much. I just got so pissed off at him when he stole the whole queen, you know, thing with uh, under pressure. I was like, his went. Dun, 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 oh dun, God! That was the dumbest <laughs> song ever. Dumb. It was just dumb. He was one of the original theft makers of rap. I mean, I know that he was one of the original stealers of of uh, loops. But, and but as Lizzie says, "Ice, ice, baby." That's. So, I mean, but when he brought it, didn't it go number one? I think so. That it was I such a so. popular song. But I don't mean to. All kinds of stupid stuff goes. So was Millie Vanilli. Yeah, I digress. That's true. I, I digress. He's no Sugar Hill Gang. Oh my God! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is happening in here? He's no too short, baby. <laughs> too short, Vanilla Ice T is kicking it. It's four twenty day. That's yeah. what it is. We'll be, right. we'll be talking with uh, Greenlight coming up a little bit later on the show. Yeah. Okay. This mortgage industry, the situation that we have going on, as we were just talking about. Um. On average, what's going to happen is experts, and we're going to talk with Steve Strick as soon as he comes in with us here. Okay, first of all, before you go any farther, I need to know, is this just the FHA people? Because I can't imagine you going to your community bank and saying, oh, Eric or Tabitha with a 790 credit score, congratulations, you get to pay an additional fee every month for this great credit score. I that's That's got to be only... I can't imagine the government going into community federal and saying Steve you have will, to do this. Steve will have to tell us. You who would have ever thought that the government would have told schools that if they don't accommodate trans kids or allow boys and girls bathrooms and boys and girls locker rooms that they would lose their Title IX funding. But yet here we are. Nothing is shocking anymore, Eric. You're, Nothing. Well, no doubt about that. Nothing. Nothing but, is shocking anymore. But so, so here's the thing, Eric. The experts believe that borrowers with a credit score of at least 680, not even 700. It's not even that great. 680 
would pay around $40 extra per month on a $400,000 mortgage under the rules from the Federal Housing Finance Agency. This goes into effect in just a couple of weeks. So 600 May bucks a year. freaking first. 600 bones a year. Yeah. 600 bones a year. To help somebody out who doesn't have as good of a credit score. As that is year. redistribution of wealth. Well, of course it is. Everything that's going on in this country right now is about redistribution of wealth. That was the number one program they implemented when Trump stepped out of the seat is they started redistributing wealth. It started during COVID. It continues on. And, and, and like I said, everything is geared to equalization. They want us all to be on the same level. So anymore, capitalism. Oh, dude, I'm not down They don't for want that. capitalism to pay I'm off. I'm not down for that. There's, there's, you know, in the, in the world we live in, there's something noble there's something noble, that's the word of the day, of, of picking yourself up, going to college, getting an education, maybe getting a job, maybe getting a family, and striving to have that 710 credit score with a down payment to get a house and not sponging off the backs of others. You know, there's something not noble about not being able to do that or not figuring out or, or sponging and know that you're sponging off of someone else. Walking into a mortgage company and say, yeah, I got a 510 credit. <laughs> Big deal. There's there's someone in Ladue that's going to pay my mortgage for me or whatever. And that's pretty much And that's, the, much that's the scenario. So, so to like. see a dumbass like Drew Collins on this chat line saying, hey, that's fantastic. No, man. What's wrong with you? What country do you live in? I mean, this is not Venezuela yet. You really got to protect this stuff. You have to sit down and say, what kind of a world, country, do I really want to live in? I'll tell you something that happened yesterday. Um, Kennedy, uh, the, the boy, Kennedy, uh, Robert, Robert Kennedy. Kennedy just announced he's running for president. Yeah. He's a Democrat. He's a 1960s Democrat. He, this is the guy I've been talking about every time I come on this show. He the, is the not blue, a, he's not a conservative. The blue collar Democrat, and he's much more conservative than his brother, brother Teddy, even. So he's he's kind of not Republican. He's definitely he's not. He's definitely not Republican. He's he definitely is, not Republican, but he he's not. He's very Democrat. But he he's not, not like us. He's not socialist AOC Democrat either. So I think he's this weird little middle lane that the that the Bill Mars of the world talk about. But he's, you know, I think that people are going to stand up and take notice on this. I think they were trying to slip this little mortgage bill in the dead of night. Boom, it just appears. It's like, what is this fee on my mortgage? And it was going to be two years later before anyone understood oh, what it was. They'll send out a little leaflet in your mortgage statement that no one looks at. And you won't even know what's going on. But I'll tell you what, go out and, and you can check this for yourself. Go out to Bank of America's website and look at home lending. They are, they Bank of America has a program where they will lend money to certain Americans. If you fit a certain criteria, you don't have to provide documentation to get a loan. And it can be a business loan or a mortgage. There are other programs out there. Good luck where with that. If you're a certain type of American, you can get up to, I think it's 17500 something along those lines, in down payment assistance. Look at Drew. He says, I told you guys. Who cares? Screw I'm not, I'm not, I'm Don't not going to bring up his name. Hey, Drew, I'm not one of those guys on this show that, that doesn't want to talk about you. I look at you and I see you and I, I think of you as a sad dude, dude. But, <laughs> but for you to say things like that just kind of demonstrates you don't know what cause and effect are. You don't know the consequences of the things that you talk about. And I feel sorry for guys like you. I really do. Because what you're doing is you're destroying one of the best countries on the planet. And every day that we come in here and there's this bogus garbage that we talk about, I just, 
I he I would love to have a hundred of these guys on here and explain to us how this country looks in another ten years, five years. So when these guys say don't bring up Drew Collins, I'm not in that camp, Drew. It's, I will bring your name it's up. It's anyone that voted Democrat. Because Vic, one time you mentioned to me, do I dislike all Democrats? I don't dislike Democrats, but I will well, tell this you. Well, this Robert that, Kennedy would be you would talk to him, wouldn't you? Well, my point is, is if you voted, if you voted Democrat, if you voted for Joe Biden, you are the problem. You are part of the problem. Well, you are what caused all of this to happen. Well, we're talking specifically about the loans, and we bring in Steve Strick our good friend who's coming in now from Vice President New American Lending. Um, Steve, this this whole situation that we've got going on right now, um, it, it blows my mind. Uh, it pisses me off that this is all supposed to start. You're the Vice President of New American Funding. You see what Biden is trying to do May 1st. Is this a done deal? It's a done deal. Yeah, it, it's a done deal. And actually, here's the thing. It, it's... So Biden did it indirectly, right? So the FHFA, Federal Housing Finance Agency, they're the people that that determine this, right? But who actually puts the director of the FHFA in place is the president. Mm -hmm. So in 2021, you know, you realize that a lot of these directors that have that position go with the agenda of who's in office at that time. So she was put into place in 2021, and, and that's this bill actually was passed. Uh, I believe I got notice of it in January of 2022. Um, I mean, 2023, earlier this year. So I've known about it for a little while. It's just going live on May 1st. And does this affect every state? Because it's federal. So and, it does. But, so yeah. it affects any loans that are backed by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. Okay, so, so that is crazy. majority of the loans in the country. Gosh, that's crazy. Wait a minute. So let's say a family of four they buy a house and they're into their third house and they don't need Fannie Mae anymore. And I don't know if you do need it or don't need it. <clears throat> but let's say you put your twenty percent down on the house you want to buy. You're going through a your mortgage company. Are do you even touch that federal program anymore, or is it just people that are looking to get FHA loans? So this is this has nothing to do with FHA. Nothing this to do. Is okay. Conventional product, right? So this is a, this is majority of the loans that are being um, put into place throughout the entire country, and I have a major issue with it. I don't think it's a good idea. You know, I, <laughs> no. what you're doing is you're you're penalizing people that have worked so hard to build credit, and these these. They're called LLPAs, right? So these are the adjustments that are being put into place. It's a mortgage acronym. Don't worry about it. It's a loan level pricing adjustment. LLPAs have been in place for a very long time, but they haven't been changed like this since I believe 2010 when we came out of the crash. I think that was the last time they kind of changed it. But what it did is anybody with a lower credit score, a lower down payment, usually had to pay a little bit more for that particular interest rate. It makes sense, right? Now, it's not a fee, but it's built into your interest rate. So the fee actually goes to the lender. The lender then passes that through to the consumer. So if you had a 656 credit score and you're trying to get a conventional loan, mm -hmm. you're going to pay a little bit higher interest rate. Yeah, I personally agree with that to a majority of it. Um, and the reason I say that is because I've got a quick story. I got in the mortgage business back in 2011 and my car died the second week I was going to work. Yeah. I didn't pay my student loans in 2009 and 10 because the economy crashed. So I went to the car dealer. They couldn't approve me. This is a true story. Okay. My credit was 
in the low 500s. Yep. And I was pissed. I was like, you know what? Why, why don't I get a loan? You know, one of those people. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I didn't deserve a loan. I wasn't paying my bills. I wasn't responsible. So since that time moving forward, I realized how important credit was. Yes. But also be responsible and pay your bills. So this is literally taking those LLPAs that were a little bit higher for the people that had lower credit scores, and it's flattening them pretty much across across the board. Well, so how does this go on? So if there's a, do we all wait it out for two years that don't want to pay an additional $600 a year for a $400,000 loan? Or, because is there a chance that a new administration comes and said, this is ridiculous, oh, this course. is out of here. Of how does this work? It could, you know, somebody could come in and do that, but you can't rely on that. Now you're not paying this fee up front. So the consumer's not saying, hey, you know what, you've got to pay, since you've got a 780 credit score, it would have cost you zero before, mm-hmm. now it's going to cost you an extra $400 a year. That's not paid at the front end of it. It's paid in your interest rate. Right. And Steve So is- with margins being as low as they've ever been on the back end of the banking industry, I can tell you right now that the banks aren't going to eat those fees. Those will be passed along to the consumer. Is this for only new loans or is this going to it go is. back retroactively to right. older it's loans? Not, it's not Only new loans. And so why what why am I only hearing about this today two days before it's supposed to Yeah, Eric, I saw it. I was I, like I mean, so why who, where are the realtors and the mortgage guys and the in the in our state officials not raising cane about brand new quote unquote non tax taxes or whatever this is called? Why wasn't there an uproar of the people who should have been protecting us the whole time? There was. Well, why didn't there I hear There was about? an uproar about this when they started to try and pass it. You know, the Republican side, you know, whether it's Democrat, Republican, party agnostic, doesn't matter. No, it's this is no, this, no, we almost have to know now what party did no, this. No, but Eric, well, we already there know. was, Eric, the media doesn't cover the uproar. That's why yeah, they well, need I, people like us to do this when we right. find out. You'll need... never hear this on your local news. Gee, you're going to raise your interest rate so we can bring socialism in. My God, but uh, it, it's like it's they're releasing the murder hornets, and we knew about it While for a year. Sleeping. But we only found out about it the day they were releasing the murder hornets. <laughs> it's kind of bizarre <laughs> to me, man. think of all the things you don't even know about that have happened that you're paying for, and you don't even know you're paying for. So how do we fix this? Uh, well, let's let's get started. <laughs> the, only, <laughs> the only way to fix it is to, is to put a new plan in place. And I think that's a new administration is going to have to be put in place for that to happen. So what is the, do that's I right. walk into your office now and, and, and try to chisel my, my uh, um, credit score down to a 510 <laughs> no. so you can really help me? Not See, for- that's the thing is, is these LLPAs, they used to go in or they went into effect. It's basically every 20 uh, points of your credit score. So if you had a 680 to a 699, you might have been penalized more than the guy that had a 700 to a 719. And then 722 is 739. And back in, well, today's world, 740 is looked at as perfect, right? Above 740. They're not putting penalties in place for people that have 760s and 780s. No. Oh, I see. So, so not if you're that high, then you don't get the penalty? No, you do. Oh, you That's do. The thing. Oh, I there see, was I see, no I see. penalty prior to prior this. to this. I see. But now they're taking. So let's just say that the the fee for somebody with a six eight. I mean, just using numbers. So whoever's on the chat can go ahead and blow me up. But you know, I'm just <laughs> throwing this out there. Let's just say that the the fee for somebody to get a uh, conventional mortgage that was backed by Fannie or Freddie, built into their rate, might have been two and a half percent cost of the loan amount, right? So if it was a $100,000 loan, $2,500. Yeah. 
um, but that would be built into the rate, so they wouldn't pay it. Well, now instead of that person with the 665 score paying the 2.5%, maybe they only pay 1.25, but now the person with the 740, 760 score pays the 1.25 as well. That, that is literally called socialism. Oh I mean, God. it literally is called socialism. When you take money it. from the wealthy and you give it to the poor, that's exactly what it is. Well, how where's what? the where's the backlash going to come from in all this? Is it going to be people not buying houses because I mean, forty bucks isn't going to keep someone from not buying a house. Well, forty bucks a month, six hundred dollars a year. That adds yeah. up. That, it, that it really does. Adds up. It does add up. But where's the backlash going to come from? Or did the government just succeed? Did they just succeed in sneaking this thing is. in? There won't be any backlash there's not any backlash yeah i don't think so you know it's one of those things where what they're trying to do is they're trying to make the lending a little bit more lenient for people the only way that this would become a big issue is if there are more defaults i don't think that this policy is going to get as many people in there with lower credit scores it's going to cause a lot of defaults in the market but it, it just shows that you're penalizing the people that are being responsible. And I, I just, it goes against everything that we believe in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more it the ideology. The it's way. not so much the money to me. It's the ideology and it's how all principle. of Yeah, all of this stuff the that principle. just keeps packing up on top of each other. And you know many, what? These, of this policies. government is just stone cold assassin killers on being able to launch this stuff right under our noses. Well, I didn't know anything about this until yesterday. Well, you can literally go out and read every single bill that they're trying to Have pass, fun with that. You have it, fun with that. It's How time legit, consuming yeah, to do that. That's not going to happen. I don't do it. It's I'm time pissed. consuming. I'm pissed, because they, I'm pissed because our government thinks that we need to redistribute wealth in this country. I'm just... I'm just beside myself. Well, and look, I'm sure Steve knows that there are programs in this country in which if you are certain Americans belong in a certain group. What do you mean you, certain Americans? Well, I mean, I don't know all of the criteria, but there are yeah. certain criteria in this country where you can get loans without any documentation. You can get loans uh, and they, they donate. I don't know what it is. Like, what the what, hell 17? are you talking about? I'm yeah, talking about talking there. I will, different Americans. I'm talking about Bank of a America. certain class of Americans are allowed to get loans with. I know Bank of America for sure, uh, without providing documentation, without showing you have a job, Who? without having a credit score, without having a credit Steve, score, without looking at their. Credit. <clears throat> Steve, yeah. go. What I mean, the, okay, uh, who are certain Americans? Steve, just deny or, or say, yeah, Tabitha, you're nuts. One of the two. She's right. Those those are in place. I don't agree with. I mean, I don't agree with the way that they're. How built. does it work? You just walk into a Bank of America. Look and, at Bank of America. You can read about it online. Well, how does it work it exactly, Steve? Online. So I mean, they have to have accountability for these people. For how, how does that? What you wouldn't get along. <laughs> Here's the thing: is I actually, I actually don't get too involved with programs like that or even have it hold my headspace. It's a very, very, very small percentage of the entire United States that could actually qualify for that. So Correct. it doesn't affect me, but you know, it just looks like a great recipe for default. It is. Okay. It is. Somebody's no got to answer the damn program. question. I ask simple point questions, black and white. That's right. Are we talking about minorities? Are we talking about, um, People who make a certain level because Ted said certain Americans. I'm well, like, it's minority. I mean, yeah, it it, it is primarily that. minorities, but you also have to have a certain lower credit score with a lower income, income very <laughs> low income. What? 
That's not good business. Is that good business? I mean, the oh, whole the whole Steve system. Already said it's not. The whole <laughs> system is set up on 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 risk and, and reward for the banks. What's the risk? What's the reward? It's called socialism. I need a gummy well, look on what happened in two thousand and eight. Is that? Are we going to have it. that again? Is that happening yeah. again? No, no, we we can't do that again. But uh, you're starting to see some policies that look similar. It's not to the scale and it won't get to that way because it's not for everybody, you know, stated income and stated assets. But just some things you got to use common sense on. I'm, I'm not sure that those things will work, but I didn't make those policies. Maybe they know something I don't. Yeah. What, well, DC from the chat line saying this is all about helping out the minority community. It's all about socialism wow. is what equalizing everyone. Social equality is what it's about. Yeah, you can go on their website and get some details. But is there any good that's out of this? Maybe I'm maybe I'm just being too hell ran- no. Am I being too rambunctious? It's hell a Thursday, no. not a Friday. And thank what? God no. Steve is here to talk to Steve, us about tell, it. Call I'm me. pretty fired up about it. I, I don't think there's anything good. I mean, when, when we first saw this bulletin come out, everybody and my colleagues and, and the people that I you know work with at a high level, we we're all pissed. You know, it's just it doesn't make sense to penalize the people that are actually being responsible. Now, can you decrease the fee on the other end? You could probably do that, but where's that gonna come from, mm-hmm. right? Don't penalize the people that are actually paying their bills on time, mm-hmm. being responsible, understanding credit. It's very important. I'm a, I'm a living example of having bad credit, seeing what it did to me and changing it completely. Anybody can do it. Yeah, how long did it take you, Steve, before we let you go? To what? To, to change. rebuild my credit? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. It probably took a year or so. But I mean, it was one of those things where it hit me in the face. And I said, I can't go buy a car. And I'm X amount of age old. And now I've got to call my dad. It was it wasn't good. But guess whose fault it was? It was mine. That's why we love you, Steve. Not only one of the best mortgage guys that you're going to find in the country, uh, and the success has proven that, but um, you're also honest, direct, and we appreciate you, bud, for jumping in today and uh, letting us know. My God, um, yeah, like I just said, we may need gummies on 420 day right now to deal with this stuff. Steve Strick, the Vice President of New American Funding. Thanks, my friend. We'll catch up with you next week. See you guys. Take care. Thanks. All right. Um, Steve, he doesn't that's... look quite as pissed off as I am. No, he's got to be professional. Fine. I mean, what the hell? And Eric, you work so hard on your credit Fine. score because you talk about it sometimes. No, and you've well, worked... I, not just you... me. Everybody in this place has a... I know, but you specifically ah! have mentioned how proud you are of your credit score. And to think that not me. you had to work so hard, it's not anybody, easy to get a really good credit Anybody. Anybody. It shows that they... I'm just wondering what the payoff pitch is for anybody that does protect their credit score anymore. No, once again, this isn't... <laughs> All that it doesn't even make sense. This isn't about $600 yeah. a year. What this is about is what it establishes, what it's telling you, the messages. That's it, Vic. That's it, the message. And it's bad. And Doesn't it go along with the message that if you quit your job, you'll get more money? It's a double standard, and it's something that we don't want. Um, Mm -hmm. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle, Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks on the chat line, and we've got Scotty Gherkin running the boards. All right, we switch gears. An awesome topic I can't wait to talk about. NFTs, why should you care? What are they? How are they affecting our lives? And the reason we wanted to do this story with our marketing guru, um, Alex McCarthy from Raising Sales, is because two days ago, former President Trump sold out his NFTs, 
in record time for millions of dollars. So we wanted to educate everybody, get everybody up to speed. And when I asked Alex about it, because Alex understands a lot of these new things that are happening in industry, he's like, oh, go figure, perfect timing. I just watched a three-hour video on the whole subject. Alex, good morning. What the hell's going on with NFTs? Good morning. Thanks for having me. A long time, no chat. Yeah, really. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> this hey, better be good news today because the AI thing was Where not do we start? What? NFTs are fantastic, Okay. Eric. Alex, yeah. take it. Let's go. Sure. So, um, you know, let's start with, you know, I guess the news piece that kind of broke um, the story of this topic open, and that is um, Trump did something that, uh, once again, a lot of politicians uh, have shied away from, and that's that's formally backing and supporting uh, a NFT project. Um, and, of course, as... Uh, typical mainstream does. Uh, they were uh, making funny, fun of them, tearing into them. And uh, he actually released, I believe, uh, uh, earlier round of NFTs. He did. Uh, I believe like... He sold the them for... He sold them for $100 each. And what's so crazy about the, the first round and, and this particular time, an NFT, as you guys know, and I'm sure Alex will explain to us, can be anything. I don't even know what uh, an NFT Trump, is. It's a digital asset. And what Trump, is a digital asset? We'll get into that. But Trump... Uh, Trump well, can, shouldn't you start there? Well, yeah. no, because we're talking about <laughs> Trump's coin first. What coin? See it, what, how confusing this well, is? Well, a digital... An NFT can be any digital. I, my cell phone could be an NFT. Alex, you want to start from Alex, the beginning? And Alex, go to NFT, please. Yeah, so we, is, don't we want... Uh, you, define okay. NFT. Well, then we won't talk about Trump's coins. No, we are going to well you got to know what so, the coin is first so, and an nft it stands for non-fungible token non-fungible token that fun, what is fungible um fungible is like the ability to replicate trade or transfer something so if you have mm. a dollar let's yeah. say yeah. um you could transfer it and we all know in recent years you can also replicate it mm-hmm. um same with, uh, let's say, something like just a regular photo uh, that you have on your computer. Yep. You can copy it. You can send, you know, you can send copies um, to other people. They can basically have, um, it, you know, a like one for one exact uh, replica of uh, the original, right? Well, these are non-fungible, so they cannot be um, copied or duplicated in the truest sense. So you can have an NFT that maybe you screenshot or take a picture of. And, and in that sense, you can kind of copy the image, but you cannot copy the, um, you know, the like data or the code, the string of text that's tied by, tied to that image or design. Yeah. Um, but it can and, also be a home. You can sell, turn a home into an NFT. You can turn my coffee digital. mug into an that's NFT. It becomes digital when you, when you call Turn it into a. So anything, anything could be anything. An NFT. Anything that you can you can paint, you know, do like a watercolor painting, and then you can scan that mm-hmm. or take a picture of it, and then put it, you know, onto a computer, yeah. run it through one of uh, these um, ecosystems, and w- what it essentially does is it then serializes uh, that image. Hmm. It attaches a unique set of code and like a string of, of numbers that it can identify with. And it turns in, into a block on the blockchain. But why would I want that? Why, what, what value of it is it, it to will me? Eventually, eventually, we'll, be, we'll, we'll potentially be selling everything we have in blockchain. We'll be selling everything as an NFT. Right now, I could take my home 
and turn it into an NFT and sell it to you, and you will physically own my own, my home. Yeah. It will be a legal sale, and you will have my home. I could sell you my cell phone as an NFT. Why not just money? I mean, so, I don't understand. It runs through <clears throat> Ethereum. Scotty, uh, this is crypto based. I'm going to um, I'm going to share my screen, and we can kind of first look at the. Just take a quick look at the Trump NFTs, and then I can give you guys some. Okay. Yeah, you good go point. Ahead. I had the Trump NFTs ready to go, but we'll let you do yeah. that. Okay. Cool. I wanted to buy um, one, and I was too late. Let's get to business there. It's a Ponzi scheme. That's what people are saying online, but I'll defer to you guys. Well, that's something that that's a claim that if you think about uh, really anything new in terms of new technology, it's always met with criticism and cynicism. Uh, a lot of people said the same thing about uh, the internet. I mean, if you look at the early years of uh, <laughs> look at the Trump of the Aren't internet, they, they, yeah. they definitely said like e-commerce is never going to take off, and the internet's a scam. And okay. you know, look at where we are today. So and what? So basically, these look like AI generated. They do it. Well, they're cards. They're playing. They're, cards. they're, they're, they're like playing cards. They're AI generated playing cards, which I think I could probably do because of what you taught me last Friday. Can we stop on that one picture of him with the guitar minutes. for Eric? And they can. Well, it's Elvis. And Eric, yeah, they can attach. It's real basic. Basically, it's TVs. Elvis Presley is is Trump. Is what, what that well, is. Tabitha just well, said was key. It, if you're asking me, yeah, I'm not the biggest, and I don't think I can pause this. Um, That's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. We get the gist. So, I I'm not a big fan of, of these designs. I think they, he would have been a lot more successful using the Trump cards as, like, different Trump cards that you could kind of, like, use in terms of, like, a... Like, uh, behind-the-scenes uh, pictures of him in the White House kind of thing or something? Yeah, yeah. And um, Well, he can still so, do that, I guess. Well, like, or like one-liners to shut down like you know woke or lefty comments mm -hmm. um, with an image behind it. Um, so, but essentially, what it is is an artist or an AI or a combination of the two came up with these. They ran it through a um, uh, like a system or a network that was a blockchain that attaches a very unique identifier to each one of these. And so, while I can copy and paste this. Um, I can never own it without purchasing it. So it's just a copyright thing then, right? Is that what it is? Just copyright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. You own yeah. the digital it, space. It's a, it's a very, um, it's a very uh, like uh, secure way to kind of be able to have that copyright, not only just prove ownership, but see the entire process of the transactions that happen. So you can have a famous... Van Gogh painting, let's say, and um, uh, hanging up on in your house, and you could tell folks you bought it for fifty million dollars. And unless if that sale was public, mm -hmm. no one would ever know if you're telling the truth. Also, unless if you had a renowned expert come in on, you know, a renowned expert on Vincent Van Gogh paintings, you can potentially sell a replica that's a fake. That's all. Of the, all of those things I just outlined are not possible with NFTs. Yeah. Because any average person could go go through their wallet, through these uh, blockchain networks, and determine if it's uh, like genuine or not, and then they could trace the trail from all the way as when it was started, its origin, through all the different sales to where it is now. Mm -hmm. um, Here's the one thing I wanted to try to dumb it down, so to speak. Value is placed on these digital images by humans. Mm -hmm. Correct. That's the whole thing. So and only because there's only one, there can never be two. Bingo. 
So, oh, where's Poppy? I got his card. I got Tabitha's There's card. There's only one. Well, I want that card, so somebody else... And this was stupid to many people. I get it. It is stupid. But, I don't think it's stupid at all. But to many people. But this is another way to add value, to make money. It's real estate. It's a collector. It's, you, they're collector. You items. can only buy one house. You can only buy one thing, except it's all digital. Well, they're, they're, digital, they're, digital, they're, digital. But it's also it's also tangible. But if I want a Les Paul, I don't want a digital Les Paul. It's not. You, it's I want not. a real Les you can, Paul. No, but, it, but it is a real one. Like I just said, I could sell you my house. I'll, I could take a photo of my house and sell it as an NFT, but you actually own the real property of the house. The, you know, well, this is, but, no, I, but what you're saying... It, but it is you tangible. No, this is not... Not tangible. No, NFTs are tan- can How be is, tangible. No, they can, can be. be. Can be. Can F- be. NFT, but most NFTs are not yet. N- well, I wouldn't say most. No, it's a, it's a digital $60 pictures. billion dollar industry right now. So, uh, some of it's digital I'm industries. Lost. I'm a lost. I'm, people, I get the artwork thing. The artwork thing is... A lot of people are selling The artwork homes. thing seems to me like Napster. It's like the copyrighted owner of a song back in 1998 is what we all went through. And then they figured out a way to encrypt the song to understand if it was copyrightable holds, and that was the beginning of the digital licensing hold, they hold a value like now, i said with with Trump's well anything holds points. a value this is very gen z kind of stuff gen baby boomers don't look at this and go oh this is su- super valuable I most don't okay most so don't. this is a gen z thing and that's where the market's going fine if you want to invest there knock yourself out I don't see how you can have value of taking a picture of a Tabitha Hassel Because house. you know what, Eric? We, a lot of people believe that someday Ethereum will be our currency. Exactly. And that NFTs will be how we sell everything. So just jump exactly. in and so start swimming you, in the pool. When like Web3 comes up, yeah, NFTs are going to go through the roof. And, and whenever you buy things, they say in the future with Ethereum, you're going to be trading, buying, and selling as NFTs. Your shirt will be an NFT. Everything will so be this is a, I this do is, not agree anymore. So this is a win in Rome kind of thing. Do as the Romans. It's coming, whether okay. you want it to or no, not. I, mean, I'm, I'm, I just need to know. It's coming. You know? But I know this subject can be difficult to understand if you've never heard about it, but there is a reason why Trump's digital cards sold out for $4.6 million in a day. Ta- so fast that Tabitha... I couldn't even get one. She couldn't even get I one. I tried. Why are people buying them up? Because they see the future. Yeah, money is money is money. And well, I, I agree. They're collectibles. So what keeps... So let, let's start here because this is a good question. And then First I want to go back to Trump's coins Well, let's go there that. now. Let's because go there right now. Because that will explain what this is all let's about. Let's go there now. So the pictures that we saw, the NFT pictures, the cards, what does one of those cost? Who buys it? And how, I mean, just explain the the buy-in mechanism that way. Well, and, and I want Alex to explain us the gas fees, because I, I don't understand the gas fees. But let's say I wanted to buy, I tried to buy one of Trump's coins back when they sold a few years ago. They were $100 a piece. Okay. And I, I missed it. I missed the boat, because they sold out in But you minutes. owned that one card. Is that correct? Or were well, you a, no. I didn't. I oh. No. It, well, they send you a replica in the mail, but it's it's a digital asset, but they do send you a real okay. coin. Okay, but how much of the coin did you own? a real card. Well, I didn't buy it. I missed the boat. Okay. I wanted to buy it, but I'll tell you what, and this is why people buy these things, is that let's say Trump sold his coin for $100. Yeah. Okay, it it went to a value of like $480, something like that. Just because he owned it. Just because it was an NFT. And then when they announced, when he 
when he was indicted, the price went up to almost nine hundred dollars. How many did he own? Each of those coins, I don't, I don't remember. It was only a couple hundred that he. So he, it's like owning a business and having stock shares. But then right. once he announced right. that he was going to release this second set, the price went back down into the high. That seems range. shady to me. It's just like a collectible. It's no different <laughs> Scotty, help me than out. you buying guitars. That it's sounds like, shady. But it is, but it's the collectible business. I want this phone you to be worth a million dollars. It's all about collectibles right now but someday it'll be tangible assets if i may um i i would probably disagree on a lot of those points but to put it well let's start where you disagree because i i disagree with myself yeah so to put it in context too eric you mentioned this is kind of a gen z thing yeah as a millennial uh i was part of the facebook generation growing up with uh our parents telling us that you know, Facebook isn't real. Get off of it. Don't use it. Yeah. And now you fast forward and all our parents are on it way more. than. Well, I'm than part of the are. phone on the wall generation. So um, how do I so, fit in? So it's more of just a, a lack of knowledge okay. and, uh, and access to it. And then it is more a generational thing. Okay. Just the younger generations ad- adapt quicker to some of these cultural trends. Yes. Um, but this is much more than a trend. And I'll give you one. Great example, you will be able to relate to Eric in okay. terms of um, application. So you remember back in the day when we got concert, like printed concert tickets. Yes. And you would you would hold on to those. You try not to like tear them up or get them like. <laughs> he would scalp them. Now you're speaking Eric's language. You could so, scalp them. Yes. Yeah, and you wanted you wanted to like keep those. You'd hang them on your wall or put them on your posters, and you'd collect them. Hell yeah. Right. Well, yes. Well, look at where it's gone today where you go online, you pay like a $7 service fee for these tickets that ends up being an email of like a string of numbers, right? And you're, you're now printing out an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper to get scanned when you walk in, um, or you're buying it on StubHub from someone else and you're hoping that it's a legit transaction and they haven't already sold that ticket right. you know, elsewhere, right? Right. So, what NFTs now does, this technology allows, and I believe there's some sports venues that are already have this in place for their existing tickets, but each ticket is now an NFT, which means it can't get, it can't get uh, sold to more than one person yeah. at a time. It eliminates any sort of fraud or security issue. Um, it also still allows and creates for that, that um, feel of like that collectible, valuable kind of like design or art or memorabilia. Um, but the, the like real u- like use case or application would be like it's uh, keeping from a lot of the fraud that's happened by scalpers or people online that will maybe sell, they'll sell tickets to the same ticket on Ticketmaster, StubHub, and then, you know, maybe through like Facebook Marketplace or mm-hmm. whatever. That's not possible with these NFTs because it all has to go through uh, the the one blockchain network, um, and so it's you can see how much people paid for it previously. You don't have to take them for their word, um, and you also can see who currently owns it. Okay, the person selling it to me is also the one listed that owns it, um, so that's going to be a safe transaction. So, what right? can we create today that we have value for? Can we create some trump cards? <laughs> I'm not seriously. You can have I, your own. Can I go to? Can I go to cancel this? Can I cancel this? Well, who the hell's going to buy that? I'm, here, <laughs> can we go to Dolly, which is the AI uh, image creator, create a thousand Trump, like you just said, behind the scenes of Trump in the White House with a cool woke statement on it? Can we sell those things for a hundred dollars a piece ourselves yeah. right now? 
the value, just like anything else in the real world, comes down to supply and demand. So if if like uh, Eric's Trump cards, um, no one wants to buy them because they want to buy the official 45 collection, then uh, there's not going to be any value attached to them. And I'll show you guys a mm, another commercial example of this happening. So this is um, Board AP Yacht Club. They're like... I'm sure some of these kind of designs might look familiar to folks, but this is like one of the most famous, uh, it's definitely the most successful NFT project to date. I mean, they're selling uh, and they've sold for upwards of like $1.4 million per, per one. And let's just take a look at like this eye patch guy here. And we could look and see what people are bidding because this one's for sale. Mm -hmm. We can look and see what people are bidding for it right now. Yeah. Um, Look, it, I mean, it's going for upwards of $96,000. Excuse me? Well, and that's because there's only one. one. There's only because one. there's only one. Vic. When you buy and one, there's only one. Here's the value to it, you guys. This is this is key. So, um, and this uh, right now is very much, I'd say, like a coastal and younger generation thing. But certainly, like, a lot of older celebrities have bought themselves a, uh, you know, Board 8 Yacht Club uh, NFT. But it's a very recognizable brand now. And so what people are doing is like the Nelk boys who are like famous YouTubers, they have their own seltzer. They bought one of these NFTs and they put it on one of their like um, seltzers as part for their banana flavor. Now, as a marketer, I know that in these situations, normally, if you're wanting to like pair up with a third party brand, yeah. you've got to talk. Uh, licensing fees, you've got to talk Correct. royalty fees. Ooh, good point. Maybe, Not with maybe, an NFT. Good point. Yeah, maybe they get a dollar for every single pack that you sell. Well, with NFTs, they own this image. It does not belong to Board 8 Yacht Club yeah. anymore. So they just had to, whatever fee, that, uh, fee they paid for it, it is now theirs and they can do whatever they want with it. So they put it on their seltzer and they're not having to pay. Like if that was like, let's say, Hank Hill from um right you know from king of the hill yep. they'd be having to pay for every time that sold or for some huge exclusive deal they don't have to do that so it was so successful that they've done it now with jerky because there was um like this was pepper like uh mr peppered um board ape or whatever so they had pepper beef jerky um and a lot of people that see this instantly know board eight yacht club so there's that brand value and association and that's what they paid for. Yeah, see, I, I, I see what you're saying, but it almost diminishes the brand a little bit because that image is all over the place and it doesn't really get. Well, that is their brand. You, you know what I'm saying? But this image isn't all over the place. Just the just the overall style. You will not find another mm -hmm. um, ape that looks like this anywhere in the world, unless if it's just like a like a copy and you know paste or screenshot it. Here. So what 16-year-old kid came up with this and then put it out there and, Eric, and became 60, super successful? It's a 60 billion dollar industry. I know but Bingo. but where in what bedroom in 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 the valley in California did some 16-year-old kid come up with this and how did he make it successful? This just well just the monkey. Um no, so these these this was done by uh two uh Developers, they probably were doing it in their basement from what I heard. Um, but essentially what they were wanting to do is um, capitalize off of the, what was at the time a very early start of like, hey, like as artists um, and as like designers online, we want to be able to like have our content 
be mean, mean and be valuable because it is so much easier to copy it online mm-hmm. over on a computer than if you do, ha- you know, paint a fresco in real life. I mean, you would have to at least have a printer, high definition no, printer and the right materials to do it. Right. Well, the first, Alex, we've rich. got a question. I have, sorry, I haven't asked no, a right. question here. I've got, I've got from the, sure. from our chat line, There's a million, somebody has a rookie card of Brett Hull. So he has a tangible card. Yeah, that's an NFT. Can he make, does he take a picture of it and make it an NFT? Is it more lucrative on the NFT side than it is as a tangible collectible card? Well, that's a good question because that card's value is based on like how rare it is, but but there's many copies of it, right? So yes. they, maybe they printed 10,000 of those. So there's uh, 9,999 other people, presumably, out there that could do the same thing. But couldn't the guy it's with the, but, but the couldn't the first value. guy? Well, collect. It's not. Couldn't the first guy digitize kinds, it? There's and, different kinds of NFTs. They're not all collectible. I'm that right. would be a collectible. You own the card, but you don't necessarily own the artwork in a lot of these situations. Exactly. So, for example, as um, you know, in terms of a lot of our design, our website development. We're having to license okay. other people's work for, let's say, stock fo- photos or footage on a website. We don't own that. Uh, in some cases, we do, but most of the time, we're just licensing it. We're paying for the ability to use it in this application. And that would be what well, I kind of correlate to this card. You own that physical card, but not necessarily that artwork. You can't claim you Okay, so let's artwork. let's back up a second, because the, the original NFT that I heard about was the Tonight Show's theme music. When I found out that the guy that wrote that was making five grand a night every time they played that song and then they got licensing. So this basically sounds like no different than uh, the guy that might have written the theme song for MASH or the, the guy that might have written the theme song for whatever show you liked. But it's, it's a but it's licensing so many, fee. It's, it's licensed so to this thing, right? I'm it's trying to figure out what the, the difference is. Uh, what? It's removing the licensing fee and well, for ownership. In a way, but it, it would okay. So basically, if the, if we were to look back at 1972 when the Tonight Show theme song came out, NBC would have just said, "We're buying this NFT music for a million dollars," and from that point forward, we don't have to pay any more royalties. So basically, you're just getting rid of the royalties well, from these things. But then, they, since they own it, they would also be able to dictate what happens to it. And if anyone else used it, they could correct legal action or you know claim some sort of uh, money is owed because they own that property uh, outright. Right, and, and, it, and it works the same with a house. If I'm going to sell my house today, Eric, to you as an NFT, it's an instant transaction. You've bought my house today. My house is now yours. Hey, for we got hey, we got five ten minutes. We got to get into the Web three aspect of all of this and how it's going to change. Can you start that, Alex, or should we let Tabitha to help educate our viewers and listeners regarding what Web three is going to do with NFT? Well, I'll start, but then I'm going to let Tabitha take it away. Um, you know, essentially, Web3 is the next um, iteration of, uh, you know, all our interactions and, and communications and, and what we do online. Um, you know, Web1 would be that very archaic, you know, early 90s um, version where it was kind of like network to network. Web2 is when we get into you know, the cloud and, and uh, websites as we see them today on centralized servers. Web3 places everything through the blockchain 
it decentralizes things. So big companies like Google, Amazon cannot dictate what happens, you know, across major swaths of the internet. Who knew and that? It, pri- it privatizes everything as well by making it anonymous, giving us the ability to take back our data like it. and then um, dictate how it's used or what we get in return for that data. Yes. And I don't know if that's a good way to tee it up for you, Tabitha. Go, Tab. It, it is. And I was try- I've tried to explain to these guys, you know, uh, or everyone. Think of us as second graders. A week ago. Think of it. And you have sock puppets it takes, well, it takes away the and crayons. Pla- it, it takes away the platforms. There's no Facebook platform. There's no Twitter platform. Why not? And because everything's centralized. And so let's say when they, what the way it's been described to me is you open up your computer. Let's say I open up my laptop. Okay. okay. And a lot of it is part of virtual reality. Okay. A lot of virtual Mm -hmm. reality world where you can actually go in if you look at Superworld and buy, you can virtually walk into a store and use your Ethereum to buy different goods. Uh, A lot of stores now have their stores on the virtual world in Superworld. But you can also, when you open up your screen, Mm -hmm. your identity is actually going to be your crypto wallet. What screen? Well, just like where I'm on my laptop now, mm-hmm. instead of having a Facebook ID, a Twitter ID, I'm going to have my atomic wallet. That's going to be my ID. Okay. Your crypto wallet is your ID. There's no censorship. But now what worries me, Alex, is that even though there's so many good things about Web3 in that it's not privatized, Facebook is not selling your data, uh, they don't have your data, they only have what you make available to them, I worry that the government is going to find their way in and and control all of Web3 and have all of our data and all of our transactions anyway. I agree. Does that concern you? Well, there's certainly, as with anything from a digital standpoint, there's going to be uh, some sort of fault or capability, some backdoor option. But with Web3, because it's decentralized, it makes that extremely more difficult. And, and a great example of this <laughs> is Twitter. Let's say Twitter or Facebook. When we log on to Facebook and I want to comment on cancel this, my computer is pinging through the Internet into Facebook server. Now they have my IP address. They have any data that um, they're pulling from my browser that my browser saved, the, the sites I visited recently, my email, et cetera, right? Um, even if I'm going on my app instead of my computer through Facebook, it's going through one of Facebook's servers. And so whether it's Facebook, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or the NSA or China that wants that data, all they have to do is hack that server to get that data with web three, where everything's decentralized, uh, a there, there will be networks like social networks. And I imagine all these social networks would just transition into this new uh, space, but it's not all happening on servers that they control. It's being spread out between all the computers and, and like, uh, devices that are accessing and building mm-hmm. that network as a whole. So think more of it from like a Bluetooth standpoint than like Wi-Fi. Oh. So we can Bluetooth one another one-to-one and we can have like a Bluetooth kind of ring Isn't going. that the problem China was having is that, that, I don't know what the service is called, but people were communicating via their iPhone without going to a server. Remember that? And they had I, to shut it down. That, yeah, I think that was, I think basically that's how they were getting around a lot of the, um, like spying in terms of their communication was one of the apps or devices they would just Bluetooth essentially the, the message to one another, then 
sending it through the yeah. interwebs because once you launch it out in the internet, it's there forever. And unless if you're using certain things like a VPN, you you can be traced back. So I can I can drop a link right now in the um, comment thread and the people that click on it, I can actually track where um, where they live or like where they're accessing, um, where they clicked on that link from like in a physical re- real time sense. Okay. Um, with Web3, since everything's going through the blockchain, remember that's all anonymized. That's mm. all a string of numbers that identifies any sort of transaction. I- so we can't, it, we can't, now I'm sure there's there would be ways to, to and, and there is because this is how the government kind of catches like crypto fraud, but it's a much more complex process and it's much more transparent process to be able to then um, kind of determine who that is. And it's not something that the average Joe can do. Whereas right now, anyone could go to Google IP where you can create a link, send it <clears> to <throat> your friend and find out where they open the link at. I would right. like for you to do wow. a lunch and learn that you pay for, of course, <laughs> and, and teach yeah. us what the hell you're talking <laughs> about. What, what, where, what can, my biggest concern, I have a lot it'll of concerns. NFT, it'll be NFT sandwiches, Eric. Okay, yeah. fantastic. I have no issue. Hopefully with, they're not digital. With NFTs. But when it comes to Web3, I do have a lot of hesitation. Really? It sounds fantastic well, to me. There are parts of it that sound great. I mean, there are no more individual... It doesn't sound good to you? There's no more individual <laughs> logons. I'm going to be Tabitha Hassel if that's what I choose to be You're on, your own server. On all of the platforms. You know, it's not going to be, I'm Tabitha here and this is my photo on, on Facebook. It's, it's going to be good. very centralized in that respect. You'll still have your social media, like Alex said. But what concerns me is that it, it, even though it's decentralized, it, it also brings everything together. Where I feel what like, do you not like? I feel like the government will the government find control. a way to control it. But they can it. control this and way right, easier. Did you not see what happened well, to TikTok and Twitter and all that stuff? The government's already controlling our social media platforms. There's no question about it. We do know that. And, and they're so in your emails. I think the goal of Web3 was to take that, that government control out of the internet out away from the social platforms yeah. you know take our data sharing away uh make it ha- unhackable okay you know people cannot hack sounds into good our so accounts. far I'm and, just... and your 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 a wallet your i use the atomic wallet your crypto wallet is one of the most secure places okay. in the world that i mean that you're where you're, the, you're ahead of the curve and i guarantee you're talking a different language you're talking over my head that's no but sure. but here's the thing eric and this is why i do believe this isn't going to be like things that I saw one of the comments say it's going to be like your beanie babies. You paid a lot of money. I can't remember who said it, but Ooh, beanie babies. your beanie babies will be sitting there and you paid all this money because the value yes. went bye bye. Oh, the way that ouch. technology is working, the way that crypto is working, the fact that we will and are headed towards digital currency, that we will be in this new age scares the crap out of me. But it also associates what's going on here. I agree As with Tabitha what he just said. Mean. The trading and yeah. all of it. It's coming. I mean, it is coming. It would is, you would you ha- would, would the Jimmy here and would the coming. Jimmy Carter NFT be worth anything today or the Ronald Reagan NFT? Well, you're still talking about collectibles. It, well, I don't know if, what I mean, I'm talking if about. It's designed by, uh, you know, a famous artist or in some there has to be some other element that makes it valuable. Value. I, guarantee, I guarantee if I did a Jimmy Carter port- portrait, it wouldn't be worth anything at all. Um, but, you know, just to kind of like put all of that into uh, context. Like, um, you know, last week I was telling folks and urging, like, uh, I urge you, like, jump into AI, learn about it, try it. I'm, 
when it comes to NFTs, I'm not suggesting to, that this is something we should all go out and be buying and purchasing because um, or, or digging into. It's very expensive uh, to buy because of the gas fees. Yeah. And a lot of as with anything, a lot of the early movement is hype. And so, um, you know, there was there was a lot of people that paid way too much for these crazy things because it was just like a new technology. It was exciting, et cetera. Right. Yeah. But there is real application for this stuff. There's real value to there it. There is. And the people that are like uh, kind of dismissing it because it's like digital. Well, take a look at your bank account and laugh as well, because all of that is just digital. Uh, anything, any money you have in the bank is there's, a digital representation. I'm so glad you said that. There's no tie to a real physical dollar bill sitting in their safes um, that equate to the dollars that are in <laughs> your your account balance. There's no money. If you actually go to the bank, most of us know this, and you say, oh, I want to withdraw $50,000. They're like, well, we'll have to order the money because there actually isn't money in the bank vault. So they have to actually order it. Your money and is a blip on the no screen. There's no money in another bank vault exactly. to equate to that either. It's which it's is just why blips there's so many times problem. on this show that I feel like I'm in the middle of but who's Eric, on first. I want, you to or, think, or, um, <laughs> I want you to think of NFTs I mean, in a different way. Stop okay. get the collectible part out of your head because that's what's going on now. But in the future, what an NFT is supposed to be is a way for you to transfer assets without all of the crazy hassle in between, without all of the fees. It's an instant transfer of an asset without all of the different restrictions and red Dude, tape. A lot of these uh, like DocuSign that you do online, these documents that yeah. are digital will be tied to uh, this the, using the same NFT technology. Um, right now, when you sign that document, there here's how they're like doing things to kind of like ensure it's genuine. They're they're taking a um, snapshot of like the location, the IP address in which you're signing it, um, the date, your browser information, what device you're using all of these things that you didn't consent to because they need to potentially one day prove, okay, he did indeed sign it since this is digital. With an NFT, with NFT technology, they don't have to do that anymore. They can literally track that anonymous code from point A to point B back to point A. Yeah, I, every time I hear this stuff, just just I know that it's coming. I know Tabitha and you are very ahead of the curve, but I know there was a day in this country where the housewife of every house would go around with their little candle and light all the lantern, lanterns in the house, and then someone came, and then someone came in and said, "Hey, I can put electricity in here, and all you got to do with the flick of a switch, I'll make it bright in here." And everybody was like, "You are crazy!" No, I'm out. I'm, so it seems like it seems like that. Had electricity, it seems like that's but we the, where lost we're the at. capability over NFT is is a it's the next progression. It's a solution to an issue that the internet in the digital world created where now we're able to give every asset a thumbprint, just like us humans. How let's to fit to, to bring this all home. How is the government going to screw this up and get involved? Exactly. That's so what, exactly in your it. opinion, if you had to look at all the potholes or where would you say the government gets in? Cause they mess everything up. Where are they going to get in and screw all this up? Uh, that's a great question. I imagine it's going to be trying to, um, you know, control or centralize the these networks in general. Um, it'll be through kind of like what they're probably doing with cryptocurrency. I mean, it's no coincidence. That's right. You look at when crypto started tanking in relation to um, the financial sector and the, the feds and what the feds are doing. It's no coincidence that as they ramp up to push 
the U.S.'s new centralized cryptocurrency that, um, you know, these stable coins like Bitcoin have tanked. Um, and so what they'll probably try to do is eliminate all of these other like um, private sector or um, mm -hmm. you know, individual uh, networks and say, OK, we can have this Web 3.0, but because of for your safety and for, uh, you know, the care of the American people, we're going to run it all through, you know, uh, si our systems and using our code. Um, and then by doing that, you know, then, of course, they'll be able to, uh, you know, backwards engineer um, other elements that'll, again, continue to spy on us and be used against us when we go to a rally in, you know, Washington, D.C. That's and right. Thing, you know, you're bank accounts shut off and oh. FBI is at your door. And, and allegedly, I keep hearing, and, and Alex, I don't know what you have to say about this, that when Web3 comes out, which which should be soon, when Web3 is introduced, that it's going to bring in the social credit scoring, and that's when that's going to come into play. That That's interesting to, to know, um, because that having that fingerprint or that serial number would certainly allow that to happen. Though I don't think Web 3.0 is necessary for that social. Credit oh, it's system. not. We're already and doing I can, it. I can say with certainty, with uh, without certainty, because I can't prove this. But we have some sort of um, low key, uh, like under the cover um, social credit system right now, where if you get banned from, I mean, we've seen it with some of these famous folks with Alex Jones being the first person, some of these other high level conservatives where they get banned from all the major, um, you know, networks and, and websites almost instantaneously. And so it may not be a necessarily a government funded program uh, across the board. There's an entity that is in contact with a lot of these huge um, digital networks and, and tech companies that are pulling the strings whenever they want to shut someone off. Well, it's just like banning. Boy, I do. I, you know what I hear when I hear Alex talking? First of all, the first thing I think of is a tent that you bring to Yellowstone Park and you just live completely off the grid and you just in your in your days that You're way. You're sounding like Tabitha. But it's also, I do, I wonder if this is going to push people to be, because there's already a push. I don't know if you guys know this or not. And this is the younger generation to use flip phones again and get off of Facebook and all this stuff. I know it's not a lot of people, but there is a push to go buy these get me off the grid kind of situations. <laughs> Every time I hear Alex talking about this, I'm like, there's going to be a group of people that live in the middle of Kansas that have just had enough. Well, you're not going to have a choice soon because you're not going to have no. cash. You're going to be They'll barter. They'll to do use something. digital currency. And They'll someday, produce for themselves. Someday you may be forced to use Ethereum. It. I heard a comment. They hate this. I saw a comment. We'd hate this. Times have changed. They are changing. And it all affects the crypto, the AI. It's happening. Yeah, we, I know it's, it's going to overwhelm you. It. But there's also this thing. And if you, goes, if you guys go back and read Emerson and Thoreau, there is a point where man just says, I've had enough. And they unplug themselves and they have a much better life. Anybody can live off the grid. I would, I'm one of those people. And I there's actually, to. you can actually buy packages to live <laughs> off the grid. Hell, Scotty and lives off the you damn You can grid. buy maps to live off the Many grid. Many people, where to your most people are not living off the grid. <laughs> well, Alex. and I'll, I'll tell you all, you know, I might seem like Mr. Techie and you bring me on uh, as a, you know, authority on some of these things. But I always tell folks semi-jokingly that I feel like I was born in the wrong era. 
because I do not like being constantly connected. Um, and it's very draining for me to have to mm-hmm. like just feel obligated to respond to even like text messages all day long. Whereas back in the day, once you left the, the party or the social events or work or wherever, you can kind of like shut off, disconnect, and you know interact with. Those oh, around. not anymore. You don't even know, Alex. It was so fun to walk in your door back in 1985 and just hit a button and hear your messages, and that was hey, all you had. It was I, that I was so that. much fun. I was an 80s baby for 24 hours, so I, I feel like. I have a sense of what it was like to live in the eighties. Or if you were really lucky, you would no, have a super don't. long. No, you don't. If you were real lucky, you would have a super long phone cord that went from your kitchen to your room, and you could pull the phone into your room. You could get remember that. You could you get can different still length do of that, cords. Technically, huh? you could get different length of cords. You can too. still do that. I know you'd go down to hey, Radio Alex. Shack and get the forty footer. Yeah. <laughs> Before we <laughs> Before we move on to something else. And there's something I want to ask you. You know, I mean, I've studied Web3 and NFTs. I don't know half as much as you do about it all. Is it is it coming? I feel like it's coming whether we want it to or not. We know Web3 is coming whether we want it to or not. Do Should people familiar familiarize themselves with it? Because sooner or later, they're going to have to interact well, with it. Well, if you it. want to win in the space. Well, yeah, you know, I would say... To, to some degree, um, it de- kind of depends where you are in life. Like, um, you know, if you're certainly like if you're retired, um, I don't know if it would necessarily impact your life too, too much. If you if you're still in the professional world and especially if you've got some time left in the professional world, um, I would certainly do so. Um, now, I would say the first step, though, is like just removing that natural fear humans us humans have for like the unknown and and also the like it seems super overwhelming but you type in like things like nfts for dummies on youtube and you watch a five minute video and now all of a sudden you you've got visuals there they're explaining it and all of a sudden it's it's so much less intimidating you may not have everything figured out and quite frankly there's so much tech involved in this that I have no clue how it works. I know the terms. I know how they interact right. with one another. But it, beyond that, I don't know. But we don't need to know how all this works. We don't know the code behind Facebook yet. We're all using Facebook mm, or YouTube or, or, or Apple podcast to listen to this, mm-hmm. to this show. And so we don't need to know how every component works. We just need to know like from an application standpoint, how to interact with yeah, it. You buy a, yeah, you buy a, you, is very confusing. you buy a Tesla and you don't need, need to know how it works. No, that's just true. an electric car. But the more you know and the more you familiarize yourself with the terms, you're not going to be caught off guard when these things are applicable You look excited life. about it. I'm not going to lie. I Alex, love new technology. I, I would say Tabitha looks like the kind of off-the-grid person. She's not. But she is looking forward I, to this. I always buy the newest gadgets. I love technology. But here's what why I... And, why I'm so interested in Web3 and why I'm so interested in NFTs and decentralization and blockchain is because when at some point, if it's ever used in a nefarious way, whether that's hackers or the government Mm. or private entities, I want to know what's coming. And if you don't understand the technology, you will never know when they use it against you. We'll let you go, Alex. One last point. Um, Thank you guys for having me. But if nothing else, familiarize yourself enough with it to be an educated voter as these things start to make their way to mm-hmm. the, the conversation uh, from a political and cultural standpoint. Mm. So that way you don't feel none of us get the, you know, 
hood uh, dropped over our eyes because we feel like we're we're unfamiliar with this and we get sold wow. bad goods by the quote unquote experts because we know how well that has gone in the recent past. Yeah. So let's not let the experts control all these areas of our lives. That's that are right. And incre- you know, increasingly control large elements of how we interact with one another. And can we backtrack on that? It, it, it's called liberals. The liberals control AI. The liberals control the blockchain. They control all of this Web3 and everything else coming at us. If we don't know what we're up against, we won't be able to find some salvation for ourselves. I will say with the Web 3.0, we're finding a lot of it is being driven by um, center, like uh, right-leaning libertarians. They very much attracted us because of that decentralization. Um, and it's a little bit, there's, there's not that centralized control and authority. And so there are a lot of um, groups, development teams, or companies that are very much uh, libertarian-minded. Um, and so I would say that's kind of like the one uh, shining light. But yeah. then, of course, circling back this whole conversation, Trump being the first politician to come out with these. I mean, this is one reason why, as a millennial, hmm. I jumped on a Trump train early on because he's willing to do things. Other politicians had gotten pitched this before. It's a great way yeah, to raise money. It. They, they didn't want to take the risk. They didn't want to get criticized. And he caught a lot of flack. And yet he's sitting with $4.6 million more million in his campaign war chest. That's right. And, and, and a couple records in terms of the sellout time that other people don't have because he's willing to jump into this. And, um, and that's what we need more of on the right because we're just always so much a, like, against, you know, generally speaking, progress. And we like tradition. And I'm the same way. But we have to push ourselves forward in some areas. In technology, we end up we end up with an entire ecosphere of networks that are hostile to our cause in in our um, censoring us. And we we paid a dear price for that already. And we can't continue to do so. Otherwise, we won't we won't we'll cease to exist. All I have to say to you is this. I'll say this. I'll leave it here. The one thing you need to remember what Alex just said is get very familiar with this because the, the Patriot Act screwed a lot of stuff up of course it did it was promised on us Al- and it lied to us did alex, alex made the best point did alex of the day. take off i'll be sure to text you a bunch today and tonight alex i you know i was so glad that we had alex on you guys missed my joke never mind oh he's, well let's just say it one more time later? i said alex um we'll see you later i'll be sure to text you a whole bunch today and tonight oh <laughs> he loves text <laughs> he loves funny. being texted he is, he's one of the worst at getting back to text and he's a younger guy yeah but you know what if alex did, if alex <laughs> text, did receive text he would get pissed off about that too but why you, is anybody texting when me? you own a business there's all kinds of things going on to alex 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 yeah, i understand i you know <laughs> alex made the best point he could have ever made and that is we cannot allow them uh, to minimalize us and, and i don't remember exactly word for what he word what he said but if we're we don't stay on top of this technology, that we won't we will no longer Again, exist. I just think that I think there's a lot they of revo- there's out. a lot of revolutions and don't be don't be and like he said, the t- the technology is gonna be on top of you whether you even know it or not. It's you're, coming, all of a sudden you're gonna you be like all of a sudden not. some soccer mom's gonna be out there looking for a recipe for a casserole and they're gonna go, Hey mom, you're using web three and she's gonna go, Oh, I did I had no idea. Look at that, three whatever. Oh look the casserole came. You mean up. while they're she not pushes gonna, her carry, button and her machine makes her casserole? Yeah, whatever it is. Well yeah, fine. Okay. It's but virtual. All, but there's a lot of there, there's a lot of revolutions that could happen. You're gonna have these people that wanna retract and record 
recoil from this garbage eventually, and they'll have the opportunity to maybe do that, correct? And you're going to see people that are done with these these liberal and conservative whatever, and they're going to move to the state that they want to be in. So redistribution of wealth can also be redistribution of where you live. So these these we're in a time period and, right now where people are getting here's your choices transgenderism liberalism or economic development and a great life I'll take this yeah, and that, that's the what's going on. Problem is you're not going to have a choice. You when don't it have comes, a choice when it comes to the financial industry. When it comes to financial services, that's true. There's not going to be a choice. Yeah, we may like how we have it now and have had it, but guess what? Times are changing. It's happening. Yeah, things are changing. It's man. part of this show. We don't get to stay in the same era. We don't get to do the same things that we did before. They're changing. Yeah. And that's why, I've, you know, we all talk about things that we've said on the show. The dollar's going bye bye. Crypto's coming in or parts of it. Digital currency is coming. God, I pray that it doesn't get attached um, to the Federal Reserve, but it is. It's all coming. And NFTs and digital are part of where we're going. Do, are, I, do I think it's a bad idea eventually? Yeah, I do, but it's coming. Is it's bricks, the, how it's does bricks, how does bricks fall into all this? Is bricks too little, too late? They're like, man, digital's already coming. No, so. no, no. Well, bricks... They, they have it, their own. They have their own. They're actually coming up with their own gold-backed cryptocurrency. Bingo. Uh, bricks is against New World Order, and they're certainly against our, our tyrannical overreach being part of NATO. They're tired of us going into invading other countries and destroying them, us putting our puppet governments into all of these different countries and controlling the entire world, being the world's police. That's what they're tired of. But BRICS is, is matter of fact, they're almost leading the technology world. They're leading it. Is it good or bad? It depends. I, I, I always have a question. It, think about this with technology. It's all who's behind the buttons. Who's pressing the buttons? Okay. Is it good or bad? I, I don't think anything good is going to come of it. No, no I think in the Where's end, the good? it's going to be used against us. And, and I know Alex has much more. Uh, he, he's much more optimistic than I am. And that's that's not unusual. I share your feelings. But I do. I think the government will find a way to infiltrate all of the technology we have and find a way to use it against us. Let that breathe for a second. <laughs> and I know Alex said a lot of these are right-leaning libertarians, but the guy that created there, he's liberal. Web3 is, Mark Anderson is extremely Boom. liberal. Very liberal. I tried to reach out to him on LinkedIn like two years ago when he first started talking about Web3 to get him on the show. I've reached out to the folks at Superworld. And Eric, you want to blow your mind. Go to the Superworld website and look at the prices of real estate. People have already bought Scott Trade. They've already bought the St. Louis Arch. Yeah. Uh, we need to buy strategic air. It's, oh, don't say that on air. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't go we'll do What? Eric, it's, remember, like, people would buy websites yeah. and name websites so that they'd have it, then you have to go oh, buy yes, them. Oh, yes, Coca-Cola.com. It's kind of the evolution. Yeah. Okay. This is the evolution of getting out there ahead of things from a digital yeah. and a technical standpoint. And there's a woman who has already created a, a lawsuit and tried to sue, I believe it was Superworld, over being sexually harassed in the digital virtual world. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Other no, avatars... That was, that w Yes. Other avatars were getting too close and touching her. That's right. So they had to go back and modify. It's a new law reality. field for attorneys. <laughs> I know. The so, digital attorneys. Now you have oh a bubble God, around a you. <laughs> Seriously. What about AI? AI attorneys. I mean, it gets all. Oh, they're saying it was the metaverse, which the metaverse oh, is dead. So I agree with that, too. Metaverse is dead. Sorry, Mark Zuckerberg. 
Eric, if there wasn't enough to worry about writing, this is cancel this, cancel this show.com. We just went through our break today. What's up, Scotty? We see you today. He looked like ZZ Top there for I a know. second. I was, <laughs> I was doing my best uh, NFT of Alex last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I that know. is the Alex. Why did he come in looking like Max Headroom last week? Hey, well, he's talking he about AI. Good, it was yeah, an it was AI. AI. Yeah. It was, it was he an looked, AI he look. looked fantastic. Alex is, is a great addition. <laughs> For the I love Alex. I'm watching the trees behind you, and I'm wondering if we're going to have a tornado. Don't worry about that right now. The we got trees. much bigger problems. Wait, Tabitha. there's trees behind me? And Tabitha. speaking of problems. Happy 420, Tabitha. Yeah. No. trees. <laughs> I might need some 420 day because I am terrified of storms. It's so. fine. You'll be all right. And hey, we're supposed to have some tonight. Yeah, I'm going to NFT the storm today. Scotty, when you get a chance, can <laughs> yes, you sir. pop up? We're talking about scary issues. Ooh. Can you pop up the video that Tabitha sent you? Uh, um, I'm, I'm assuming she she told me she sent it. What was yeah, that? she did. So I, I I pulled it up. It's a it's a longer video, but I'm not sure it's exactly what it talks did you about. Not, did you watch? Did says, you watch this? I I did. It and, and this is basically, and we can explain it. It, it does say the 900 percent spike on, yeah, on the, the title there. The so. border control is saying there's a 900 percent spike and people you? from China coming across our southern border illegally and as we know and as we've seen other video fox had a video and apparently it's been deleted that also shows hundreds of young chinese men crossing our southern border and leaving china they're showing there's videos of them actually leaving china you know china they don't just let you go right no they don't, don't just let you go you so especially they, now and so they know these men are leaving there's no women there's no children it's just men, and this is we've been talking about this for a so couple we don't of months. have not so new. we don't have the video. Yeah, I got it. It's on. It's on the screen now. It just the t it. Can we talk over it? Um, yeah, because I'm just sharing it to the screen. So why don't we play? It's a little part, longer. It's like three twenty. And we don't oh, have to listen to them talk. The no, main the main no. reason why I wanted us to show the video is just to show them crossing, to show them standing in line. Well, let's just watch it for here for a minute and see what we get. And okay, we can pull it in and out if we need to. Yeah, and as we're watching this video, there was another massive video up close of a full line. And, That's right, and not just some. But most of the people in line, are you playing that video, Scotty? Or well, no, it has audio. I don't. Oh, know you, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'd like to see. It's a it. news report. Right, it's go. News Nation. All right, go ahead. Okay. Well, continuing with our border coverage, agents seeing a significant increase in migrants that have made the difficult and costly journey here to the U.S. all the way from China. Correspondent Jorge Ventura is live in El Dago, Jorge. Texas. So, Jorge, what are we learning? Hey, Nicole, I'm in the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas. And in this sector alone, Border Patrol right now is apprehending Chinese nationals at record numbers. Now, compared to last year, they're already seeing a 900% spike in Chinese national apprehensions. The reason why that's so significant is because Chinese nationals are a viable commodity to the cartels. They're willing to pay up to $35,000 to be smuggled into the U.S. And it's creating a unique challenge for U.S. Border Patrol. Behind the wall on the U.S.-Mexico border Are they uh, hugging the, the ditch area? Is the Texas Department of Public Safety Working in partnership with the Border Patrol to stem the flow of illegal migrants crossing into the U.S. We spend time with the Texas DPS brush teams to get a first-hand account of the issues they face every day. 
they're dealing with the uptick in Chinese nationals, especially in the Rio Grande Valley sector, which it's unusual. Before, we would never see this many Chinese nationals coming across this area here. The numbers back up Lieutenant Oliveras. In the first five months of the mm. 2023 fiscal year, there have been 4,366 encounters with Chinese nationals at the southwest border, with 1,368 in the month of February alone. It's a very lucrative uh, business for the smuggling organizations, especially dealing with Chinese nationals, where they're having to pay anywhere from $35,000 and up. We saw the firsthand number of Chinese migrants making oh, the journey. Did you just arrive here in the United States? Communicating through a translator app. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today. Zhang Caillou is one of those individuals. He fled China because of the strict COVID-19 policies, sharing the video of what he had experienced before fleeing the country. His journey to the United States began in Ecuador. Ecuador, Panama. From there, Zhang made his way to Neocoli, Colombia, where smugglers coordinated his travel on the boats to Panama and passed through the Darien Gap. Hmm. Zhang was issued a temporary visa in Mexico before finishing his journey over the wall and into the U.S. Why did you decide to come to America? Yearning for American freedom. And a that it's noble interesting it is, it is it's interesting. noble it's noble it's just it's nefarious it could be nefarious as it well it could be and, and a lot and some of these people Lizzie very says, well yeah no coincidence it's not a coincidence and some of these people very well could be potentially uh, escaping china because of covid restrictions but i think the majority of these people are chinese spies that china knows they're here china probably just like terry o'neill said drop them off in an airplane somewhere along the southern border somewhere maybe even in guatemala or El Salvador, if that's the case and they make their way up if that's the case then they have an accomplice where's the country. women and children if that's the case then if china's really doing that here's here's what we don't know okay like tabitha says there's some seven seven oh seven or 737 flying over the ocean landing in el salvador in nicaragua in uh, in Central America somewhere, and that country has a rep has a documentation that this is happening. Yet they're not telling anybody. Well, they about would it. never tell us. They would never. They would tell never us. tell us because you know why? Because, they're our friends. The well, reason that that's important. It would be like it would be like us doing it to Canada. They don't tell okay? us because they don't want these people in their country. They, they're fine with them landing, and then they're fine. You know, we have this northern corridor well, that the, comes the, up. The proper channel, countries. Tabitha, would be it's, would be. Uh, <laughs> we need to get our border czar. Can I get the border czar for the United States on the phone? Yeah. Hey, Kamala, how you doing? My name is uh, Pablo. I'm from Central America. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a plane full of Chinese there, ready to make their way up to the border. So I just okay, thought I would let you know. But that's never going to happen, as we already know. <laughs> you're I gonna know, Eric. You're going to learn gonna one happen. of these days. I know it's at, never going to happen. Never gonna things happen. have changed. We're trying to educate people. On but the I'm show. just trying to verbalize it and put it out in the universe it. that that's what's happening. But that, but but yeah, the, nobody's going to give us a call and say. And, and even if they did with the Biden administration, it wouldn't even matter. They they let them come through anyway. But think about this: it, all of our enemies have known for many years, except for when Trump was president, that they can come across the north up, up the northern corridor corridor into the United States mm -hmm. with no problem at all. Only Trump took border control down by what he the only thing i see about this see that ladder how tall was that ladder I know. <laughs> 50 feet it was had big. to be had to be Holy and then you have to get down on the other That's side which you, i guess you use a rope at that point you better have better before you make your plan <laughs> yeah, eric you better I, have good upper body strength. i need to bring something up 
the reason this is all happening too, and just think about this, the video that I talked about earlier yeah. was present two days ago. That video in two days has been scrubbed. It is gone. You can't find it. Mm. The tweet deleted, video taken away. Why in the hell do you think that that video of hundreds, not just a few, not 10, not 50, hundreds of Chinese men, all Chinese men, no women, yeah. all Chinese men coming through the border, Chinese military-aged men coming into the United States through Mexico. Because they see Mexicans doing it. They're like, well, why don't we get a little bit of the game? Yeah, and once again, they're coming through. Why are they coming through? They're not coming through with good plans. You know what? No, they're not they're coming not. through, hey, we love America. They're yeah, coming. they are. He just said it. He said we're leaving here because okay, but that's what. What do you they're, expect him to say? They're they're. I've been trying to get a guest on the show. I hope I can get him. His his uh, name is Chang, and he spoke with I, I don't know if it was Tucker or someone else a, a few weeks ago. And what he talked about is how these fighting men of fighting age are coming into the United States yeah. uh, through our southern border, and they're coming here because they're forming sleeper cells. And he said the war with China will be right here in our own country, and it's going to be fought in the way of terror attacks. We always think of terror attacks to come from ISIS or other Sunni uh, rebels, but it's not. He said it's going to come from China, okay. and they are going to carry out attacks very much like a like a or a Muslim organization would. Well, I've heard that, but I've also heard China's plan is to take us down without a shot being fired, and that's and they from, could, and that's from all of the infighting that we have for example loans as we started this show off hey let's give my you're gonna pay for minorities loans now they have bad credit so you're gonna pay for their loans because you have good credit they don't have good credit tabitha you said steve said that there are programs based for minorities the whole situation is basically if you have a 680 score or higher you have to pay for people who have bad credit Okay, those types of issues, those types of story, stories that pit Americans against each other. And that's exactly what that does. And, and we also have to be very careful that when we see people of Chinese descent on the street that we don't think that, that there's Correct. one of these folks coming across the border. We don't want any hate crimes being committed be, because these people, they're not going to be the people. Legal you Asians see. don't want illegal do Asians coming here. That's right. Donald and Donnell I had stepped. Donald, not Donnell. He's Asian. He was great. We need to have and, him. Well, back he's again. coming back. Yeah, he's he's coming back on. He may try to stop it's, by. It's just another well. one of those things. Is when you pack so much stuff on the top of a pile, look, everything that should be super important is not important anymore. Does that? It's make all sense? a distraction. Does that yes. make sense? It's like yes. yeah, Chinese uh, nationals that are a fighting age coming across the border. That would be a that would be a headline in every major newspaper about twenty years ago. It would be so big. Now it's just another day in the administration. And the big picture item that they're trying to push through, which I'm not totally clear on yet, is starting to come a little clearer. Um, so it's it's a it's a shame. I mean, the Hunter Biden stuff. It looks like it's getting buried again. But there's some whistleblowers coming out trying to bring that thing to light. If that doesn't happen, then you really know where the government is baked. This Hunter Biden guy is such a he is such a piece of garbage. Well, I it's think unbelievable. Some of us already know. I don't need the Hunter Biden story to tell me. 
how our government no, no, is, no. is like coming I said, after until us. Lester Holt says it, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it, until Lester Holt says it on the air, it's a non-story. I think that we all need to be careful of distractions. We all need to do head of our, our heads on a swivel, and we need to be reading between the lines, and we need to be on Telegram and some of these other places where you hear the news. You're, you know, and and that's why we're here, isn't it? Why we're here every day to talk to you guys about stories you're not going to hear on the mainstream news. It's still so difficult for you to process this, Eric, that we and the research that we and the stories that we tell on Cancel This, most of the time are the first time people are hearing it, or we're actually doing the research and talking about the stories that you're not getting anywhere else that people, Americans, need to hear. Correct. Unless you just want to be that. And that's where. That feather that's just floating no. through the air and right. being hit this well, way, that and that's, way. And, and that's where our American media has completely dropped the ball. And I'm so saddened by that completely 100% is that they are culpable for this. Not only is Mayorkas an incompetent boob down on the border, but you have, you have all of the major news outlets not reporting on it, which is lying by omission. And that's why I'm so disgusted with it. I'm just, I'm fed up with them lying to us Eric, more than think, anything. If you think for, I know the white house is going to lie to us, but it's up to, it's up to Lester, Holt to get in there and mix it up a little bit. It's up. Yeah, well, Lester Holt is controlled by the by the government, so forget. Yeah, Lester nobody Holt. should be watching <laughs> Lester Holt or respecting Lester Holt. Zero. The other problem is the fact with this administration, there's only one person that I see that's incapable of doing the job, and that's Kamala Harris. She has shown that over and over again. The rest of these people in these positions, Eric, I don't. They're not stupid. This is calculated. It's on purpose. Oh, yeah. Black and white is easy to see and easy to read. There's a reason they're doing the things that they are. There's a reason Mayorkas said yesterday, yeah, the border's safe. It's all on purpose. It's all and, and by this, plan. Yeah. And, it's difficult for And trust me, Drew Collins, they're that, using yeah. you as a pawn, my friend. You well, are, he, one, There's about 10 someday. years from now, my friend, Drew, you are going to rue the day when you when you went and started uh, defending these clowns. This is coming after you. Your, rue the day. This is coming after you hardest. Actually, you guys are being the you're the pawns. You're the ones that they're going to roll all over. But they need you in the interim. They need you right now to vote for them to get them to the promised land. They don't care about you, man. I'm telling you, they don't you care about so any right, of us. Eric. They don't so care right. about any of us. Yeah, the pride factor. So will, right. The pride factor will never change because it is so difficult for people yeah. to drop their pride when they realize that they're wrong. Like, apologize, move on, yeah. get with the flow. Humans would rather die, do without, suffer than admit that they're wrong, and move on. That's why you always have to keep an open mind, learn. We're humans. We're going to make yeah. mistakes, or as Tabitha says, we're going to have mental illness. Sometimes. And another people, I, I there's another there's another group of people that I'm kind of disgusted with as well, and that's anybody in a high ranking level in the Senate. You would think they would be close enough to the sun to actually know what's going on and be able to be whistleblowers for us. Sometimes all. they do. I would love to not see, all the time. I know, but they, they're close enough to go. Um, 
here's what Schumer is about to do today, and here's why he's going to do it. So let's all prepare for today. Let's all prepare for them making John Fetterman a spokesman at one of these council meetings. He can't even speak, but here's what they're doing. I would love a daily briefing from the people closest to all of this to say, so go about your day, but I just I thought I'd give you a Whistle briefing of what's are charged with espionage, as we found out last week. Hey. By the way, there's no protection. Um, we're working for. What does tom- Marco Rubio, Rubio know that he's not seeing? What is uh, you know, what do all these Marco guys- Rubio's an idiot? I don't care what he's saying. <laughs> oh my god, why did I know you were going to say that? I just as you soon don't as you ma- said like Marco, Marco Rubio? Rubio. I do not. She calls him establishment, but what? You just don't. You don't like anybody that's in those positions. Do you? I don't like anyone who is establishment. No, because they're not fighting. for Is there us. any senator you like? They're fighting. Is there yeah, one there, senator? There are many. Name one. I know a lot of state senators. No, not that state, I really federal. Like. No, she likes Josh Hawley, but we're not going to go down this path. We're not even going to. What go. about what about Eric Schmidt? <laughs> I, I love Eric Schmidt. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, it is four twenty. We were trying to do an interview. Um, we're not going to do that anymore with Greenlight. We're going to be uh, starting a partnership with them May first, four twenty Marijuana Day. But what we wanted to do too was because we've got them on our show with us. Is we got our own Scotty? If people didn't realize, <laughs> um, we got our own Scotty Stoner, and I don't. You've even got really <laughs> no. You've got some things coming up, but you also have products right now that I think they're non-marijuana based, but they're are not they're THC. cannabinoid based. Yeah, they just yeah. don't have THC in them. Yeah, explain so, what you got. Well, I'll give you a little background because my mother suffers from Huntington's disease, and there's less than thirty thousand cases in the world of this disease, and it's one hundred percent genetic. So I have a chance of having it. My brother's been tested for it. I have not. So she, when my father passed, she started to be able to not really function on her own at home. So she moved in with us. Well, she was having trouble sleeping at night. It's neurological, so she a lot of ticks and a lot of things going on. Um, so we started dabbling with like CBD products and CBG products mm-hmm. and uh, uh, even THC as far as ta- her taking like a gummy at night to go to sleep. Um, and we found like certain mixes where there's like less psychoactive effect to THC where you're not just getting totally stoned out and you're using it for, you know, let's for lack of a better term, medical, you know, uh, medical related issues. So mm-hmm. when she first came to our house, she would get up two, three times a night in the right. middle of the night, right? 12, three, five, you know, always up moving, calling, Hey, I'm up. You know, she couldn't move. We have to pick her up literally to put her in a chair. So we started doing THC at night and she would sleep through the night. Hmm without interruption. It would help her sleep through the night. And also, we started to notice that she had less ticks. She was able to talk a little clearer without slurring hmm. because it was more focused. Now, maybe it's because, you know, your sensories kind of slow down from, you know, depending on what type of THC or how much you're taking because you could take a lower level and get a buzz or you could take a lot and get, you know, smoked out. So Marla and I were buying all these products and it, it, was, it was very expensive. So we started looking into developing it, and we we started growing CBD on our farm um, hmm. and got into processing all that, processing the CBD and creating products that, you know, we were paying, you know, $110 a bottle for and found out it was way less to make it yourselves. And you can order all these these products that are tested and, you know, tested for, you know, metals and um, um just bacteria, everything. You know, you can do a full scanal or full panel test on all these products and items. So Damn. Marla is actually her birthday's today, 420. She's an original hippie. She's, Happy birthday. She's a partaker by, by all means. And so we started 
she started a product line called Marla Jean, hmm. which is kind of like Mary Jane, but Marla Jean. Um, and created a product line based on health and beauty. That was her thing. It wasn't, wasn't so much about getting high for her. Plus, we didn't have the licenses to do such a thing. So we, we started with the, with the CBD. Now, we could have THC in our products as long as they were under a, a, a threshold of the 0.3% that's regulated by the state of Missouri or the federal bill. Because there's a farm bill that Trump put in place in 2018 that allows up to 0.3% of THC in a standard gummy. Now, what that means in... In a gummy aspect, you could have a, a gummy with 10 milligrams of THC that for probably any one of us is more than enough to get, you know, buzzed off of. And that's 100% legal to sell anywhere in any store in the state of Missouri or, or the United States for that matter. Anything under 0.3%. So there's enough THC in there to get you buzzed. Now, the people that smoke and partake daily, they probably need way more than 10 milligrams to do that. They probably need 50 at any given time. And right. You can do up to four or 500 milligrams a day, depending on your tolerance. Does your body get used to it? You know, like yeah, so I think you, yeah, you can build a tolerance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so Marla started her store. So what we're going to do for, um, and I got it on the screen now, what we're going to do for cancel this is if anyone's interested in trying some CBD products, all these products are 100% THC free. They are broad spectrum. You won't test positive. Will not test positive. Most of the, the only adjustables that she has are the gummies. She has a CBD gummy, which helps with just like anxiety. You know, it can help with sleep, um, pain relief, anti-inflammatory, all that stuff. And I'm going to pull up a, a photo of a chart and I'll explain it to you guys here in a minute. But she also has CBN gummies, which is another cannabinoid in the, the spectrum of cannabinoids in the cannabis plant. CBN is the last stage of the cannabinoid. Um, like you go through stages, like when you're growing a, a pot plant, like if you pull it too early, it's more CBD than it is THC Okay. or, and then it goes to CBG and then THC, THCA, CBN goes down a whole spectrum. And I'll show you that spectrum here in a second, but she has CBN gummies and those are nighttime gummies. So they're more of a sleepy, they, they don't get, you're not getting high off it, but once you're asleep, the CBN your CB receptors take it as helps you stay asleep. Almost like it's very natural. Just like, a, like you know, unlike, I don't know if melatonin's natural or not. That's it probably, is. It is. Okay. So it, it's basically the same thing as that. It's just you're using cannabinoids instead of melatonin. So um, we started this product line. It really started with the massage oil because my mom has spinal stenosis and arthritis and all this stuff going on while also not being able to move. So she's locked in a chair all day. A lot of pain, a lot of inflammation, things like that. So we would, you know, rub this on her back and her knees and her ankle and her shoulder and all this stuff. And it would relax it for, it takes the edge off. Hmm. Um, so we started making those products and I'm going to go back to this site here. Um, actually, you know what I want to do real quick. I want to show this cause a lot of people I think are, they're not educated in THC or even marijuana products. This chart, I know it's probably very hard to see, but it's a circle that goes around the cannabinoids of a cannabis plant. Okay, and each one of these cannabinoids works on different ailments like anxiety, appetite, seizures, anti-inflammatory, you know, inhibits tumor cell growth, increases appetite, uh, blood sugar, antidepressant, antibacterial, antifungal, aids sleep. So with a broad spectrum, which is what Marla has in her gummies. And, and really all of our products, we use a broad spectrum because when you mix the cannabinoids together, you're getting multiple cannabinoids working on 
the same ailments. You could have CBD that works on it, yeah, but if you add CBG to it, that also adds a little, a different element of, you know, oh, uh, I don't wow. want to say recovery, but um, relief. Yeah. So CBD and CBG together, um, if you, let me find one that right here, muscle relaxant. Um, it also inhibits tumor cell growth. You hear a lot of people using that for, for, um, for cancer diagnosis. Absolutely. People use THC and things like that. Um, anti-inflammatory CBD and CBG work together with that. Um, CBDA, um, there was a huge study out of Oregon State University on CBDA that was kind of covered up. I mean, you can still find it online, but they were saying that CBD um, as a cannabinoid by itself worked much, much like the COVID vaccine and blocking the yeah. uh, mRNA. Wow. Yeah. Can people like, get that chart on your website? Um, no, not this one. Uh, we're actually having one developed because we can't use this one because it, it's not property of ours to put on the website. So we're developing our own basic you know, chart like this that shows yeah. that. Um, but when you go to the website, you can actually see um, the different things that the, the products can help with. Like you go to the shop. But what we're going to do for Cancel This, if you, if you go there and shop and use the coupon code, just cancel this one word. Um, you're gonna get ten percent off anything you want, dude. I'm gonna be paying. I'm gonna be paying for the damn show for the next month. So, <laughs> so the, some of the products she has is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be on this. Call me for those special ones, everybody. Yeah. Eric, um, Scotty, that is so incredibly fantastic. And I already knew you guys had the line. I, a, I love the packaging. Oh, the thank packaging you. Yeah. Is it's beautiful. Marla's signature, actually. That was I love kind it. of the whole thing behind. We kind of went like we when we were designing it, we were like the Paul Mitchell thing. Like it's like we like her name fits Marla Jean. Like it just kind of works. Yeah, and her signature is kind of cool. So we I love it. Threw and that what's on. so cool and I love about the this? Here's what's so cool is I see a lot of CBD type products online and they're kind of that kind of clickbait kind of advertising and you know that they all come from China or they're oh, yeah. it'll take you a million years to get the damn product or, and, it, and it might not even have CBD in it with this St. Charles County right yes there. with yeah. this it's like in your backyard or if you're away from St. Charles at least it's within a few hundred miles of you website it, name it's awesome marlajean420.com Goodbye, Marla. Jane. So here, real quick, I'll show you a picture of yeah. Marla. This was our first field of uh, field of dreams cannabis that we grew. <laughs> you can see Marla standing in front of the plants, and those plants got to be about ten feet tall. They were they were one of, they used one of them as a Christmas tree. So we year. would take all these all this flour <laughs> off of here and process it into isolates that helped make our that's first batch one. of products. That's awesome. That I, I know that's absolutely fantastic. I say we have a kegger there this weekend. We, just, you know what? We, we we're talking about doing a Harvest Moon Festival every year. So in October when we harvest, yes. we're just going to have a big. Party. What a great time to to do it. Can you right? can you infuse CBD or THC into beer? Yes. Yeah, they have They're, water-soluble products. Wow, well, I'm so involved well, there's, right now. We've got a guy that's going to be coming on the show. He works out of this facility, Eric, that has a drink coming to market mm -hmm. that is apparently going to blow the country away. It's I'm ready funny. to be blown away. And, and by the way, I've used the non-THC yeah. CBD lotion, and I am it's the best. I've heard it's You put amazing. the lotion on the skin? Yes, and yeah. they've got stuff for your face. So yeah, a I lot mean, of this Marla stuff is really topical. The, Eric, I I can't explain it. I just know that the stuff works. Now I did see my brother take a, a gummy and and smash into a tree skiing one time. Is it? It's pretty bad, right? No, well, no, that's no. This probably is, a THC gummy. That probably took too much. Yeah, this wait is a minute. <laughs> for me, pull the Sunny Bono. Huh? For me, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for him, it's it was like, great entertainment. Does right? it get rid of wrinkles? 
Um, yes, actually, because of the anti-inflammatory uh, uh, effects of like CBD and CBG together, um, like she has an eye cream that oh. that does that, and it does. It, it's not a tightener, like it doesn't yeah. have the retinol but, but, in but it. it makes it's sense. very natural. I've I'll, used some of the stuff. It's not like Dysport. Well, I know, but a lot of but it helps. A lot of people don't understand that a lot of the wrinkle on your face is is inflammation yes and hmm. when you take away the inflammation the lines and wrinkles go away absolutely not always Interesting. yeah but so you don't need the chemicals lot. necessarily you can get by with natural right. products is there anything yeah. it doesn't fix um nope. you know nope. again you're not you're not really allowed to say that it'll heal anything no it's yeah. not i mean it's just that's just the way that well don't can't they have a well can't they and, and i'm sure you'll provide it but don't they have a website where it's like we're not marketing anything but here's what it does heal. oh yeah well that chart alone shows you kind of some of the ailments that okay are, but your doctor would never prescribe that to right. you because you have a sore elbow yes you know um so the ingestible you know obviously if you have something serious going on, on the inside a topical may not be potent enough or it just it ain't going to reach it because it's like like a it's a you know transdermal application so like the eye cream works really well for like you know your eyes you can actually use it on your whole face but she also has a infinite moisturizing serum which will do the same thing and you can you know hands face that's a lotion more like what vic was talking about yeah the the lotion Um, and it was given to me i did a story on a a company a couple years ago it's amazing and i was like and i I was never a lotion guy right and i started using the stuff i was like Damn, I have a mm. tennis elbow real bad. I get it; it comes back yeah. constantly. So we 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 did a, a muscle gel that's got like the the capsation in it, the capsicum and uh, like the peppers and all that, and it's like an icy hot feeling. And that stuff is phenomenal. That's what, what? that's I our newest product. That's what I need. It is badass. What it is bad. I want that. So I people are already ordering your product, Scotty. They said which, so, huh? Yeah, yep. And people check it out. He just gave you the website. Mology and anything they buy helps the show as well. Yep. Um, it, we it's anything for energy. We're, we're doing a we're doing a rev share energy. with the show. So it's anything CBD. for energy. Um, CBG is an is, CBG. is the energy cannabinoid. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take something with a broad spectrum as CBD, it's it's it, it it can give you energy. Okay. Yeah. It's more of a up type feeling. It's not really. I don't want to say that because people are like, oh, then I feel hot. No. Yeah. You just it's 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 weird to talk between those lines. Yeah. It's like maybe I wouldn't even say it's as effective as an energy drink. It's just a natural right. Which is sometimes what you want. Yeah. You don't want that crazy dumbass thing where your heart feels like it's going to pop out of your body. You're not not going to get that on CBD or CBG. You're not really going to. I would say like like you took it and go, wow, I feel different. Yeah. You're just going to notice throughout the day that maybe you're less anxious or want, you're just more calm or yeah. you're more, you know, your elbow doesn't hurt as bad or right. you're just moving, you know, freer, you know, that yep. kind of thing. Yep. Do you have an edible? I, I know you said. Yeah, we have two gummies. Okay. We have a CBD and a CBN. And then she's also making, uh, we're, we're ordering gummies that have THC in them that they'll be less than 0.3. So they'll be like 10 milligrams. Because I know someone who, who, who suffers from nausea. And mm-hmm. they vomit a lot. And when they take a CBD gummy, not THC, but CBD, it keeps them from having nausea. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a, yeah. You can do like anti-nausea. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know if this is a thing or not, but Don asks: Is is it fragrance free? What is that? Um, do they spray it with them? The uh, muscle gel is. Um, it's got a little bit of a fragrance because of the capsicum and things like that, but it doesn't really have a fragrance. The lotion is a lavender fragrance um the bath bomb is it smells awesome like i've never used a bath bomb before Mm -hmm. and i've tried this and i got out of that bathtub and i was you they they recommend you jump in the shower just to rinse off the toxins that pull from your body (laughs) what yeah yeah so you get out of the tub you take a shower you rinse off and i laid in bed and i swear to i i was 
so relaxed. I haven't been that relaxed my entire. Do you do life. that every week, every night? I every should. Month? I've only I done mean, it once, and it was probably the most relaxed I've ever been. Yeah, like it was amazing. And that's it just was a bath bomb. Amazing. Well, that's just a bath bomb. Well, did we appreciate you getting that uh, out to people to check it out? Made sense. We could do a little bit of it today. So uh, check out the website, guys. We appreciate it, Scott, and letting us know. Absolutely. So what is the, like, what's share. the goal for uh, 420 tonight? Anybody doing anything? <laughs> I'm working. I know there's something going on uh, at Diamond. Today. Diamond Music Hall has a 420 fest going yeah, on let's with go a bunch of vendors and stuff there. I mean, I'm, I'm not bougie enough. They, these guys might not show up, but I'll go to Diamond right now. Let's go. with that? I'll, I'll try to get by tonight. Yeah. We can just say Marla's actually setting up a table there with her products today. Oh. Oh, so yeah. people can go there tonight yeah. to Diamond Music There's a bunch. They're playing Cheech and Chong movies on the big I might screen. Go. Eric, I got to take And then they got a bunch gotta, of vendors and some uh, like bands well, we playing. But that's great because people too. are so interested. They can just go and buy it. <laughs> yeah. And not have to order it online. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and Marlo's pretty quick. I mean, it, it'll be there in like two, three days. Vic is pacing himself over here. What do you I, say? I, I, got a big, I got a big night tomorrow we, night. We got a big party tomorrow night, guys. It's his birthday. We can carry it over. There's no hangovers with marijuana, man. I had a party last night. That's like, funny. damn, this whole new life. Come on, man. It's too many damn parties. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work late at night all the time. Now I just go to parties. That's good. Yeah. It's good for your soul. Enjoy the hey, life. Guys, uh, tomorrow it's our free for all paranormal Friday. Alex is working on some guests. Alex from our marketing company will keep you posted. We'll post it tonight. We'll let you know what we have for our free for all paranormal Friday. Um, thanks for watching and listening to cancel this, cancel this show.com. Uh, we'll continue to do what we do. Scotty Gherkin, Lizzie Sparks, Eric Johnson. Did you have something to say, Tabitha? No. Nope. This is the first time. Be safe from the storms. That's all I've got to say. Oh my God. The storms are coming. That's the grandma coming on her again. She's always like, Whoa, that looks like a she's storm. Gonna, she's going to, she's going to, she's going to NFT going. this thing today. I'm scared of storms. There you She'll go. be selling the storm in about 20 minutes. Guys have an awesome day. We'll talk to you later.